Greetings, humans. It is my pleasure today to welcome you to the world of Petrolith. High seas, high jinks. Hello there. Before we get started with the episode, I would like to announce that the tavern.gg website is now live. You can check out our merch store and also get information about the upcoming tavern app. So go check it out now at tavern.gg. Last time on Petrolith. So got the two archers up here and this dude down here. I'm gonna stand here and twiddle my thumbs. You fire this bolt and it flies straight past this barbarian. However, it does go into the sail. Oh, no, 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 that's my new boat. That's like three nat ones, dog. Captain Harold is going to walk over to the edge of the banister, pull out a flintlock pistol and roll a nat fucking 20. So that's 18 damage. Hey, motherfucker, you lose your shirt or what? I don't know how to spell Q. What is it? Q-U-E-U-E? -E -E? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I do know how to spell it. I lied. That's a fucked up spelling, though. Like, you were making a joke. Like, it yeah. shouldn't be spelled like that. No, it should be no. spelled C-U-E. Well, but that is also a word. And the Steel Defender, I guess, is going to go... For the Barbarian's Raging? Yeah. If I attack, it's not really going to do anything, is it? Well, I mean, it will... It's just going to be resistant to the damage. Unless, wait, Steel Defender doesn't do physical damage. Steel Defender does force damage. So he is oh. not resistant to the Steel Defender. So go ahead and make your attack. 20 to hit. That hits. Uh, roll your d8 plus 3 of force damage. 7. Okay, so the Steel Defender runs up and tases him right on the ass cheek. Um, In the balls. In the balls. Um, it used to be my move. Right? Yeah, Casanunda would be proud. <laughs> now it is Reginald's turn. Right. Well, let's see if I can finish off this muscly chap here in the front and we can all go back to eating the barnacles off the hole. Delicious. Reginald is going to, like, lick his finger and test the wind and, and, and line up the shot properly this time while uh, this guy sword fights with Patricia. And 10 plus 6 is 16. 16 hit him? No. Really? Yeah. Shit. Well, never mind then. Sorry. Um, Wait. Oh, no, you know. You oh, have advantage. Mind. You have advantage. He got thrashed. Do I? Yeah. Oh, okay. I gave it to you Fine. on a silver platter. I gave you. You, you did. You did, and I still fucked it up. Yep, you're right. Do me a favor. Um, hey, okay. Sierra, roll one more d20. Just see if you get a nat 20. <laughs> Bye, Sierra. Because she should have had advantage on the Steel Defender attack. Oh, was a 15. Okay, that's fine. Okay, well, that's all I had. Um, she's going to do something entirely different, but um, is the sail still smoldering? Uh, it is going out. Okay, good, good. Yeah, I rolled for that. It did not catch fire. Luckily, the uh, the sheet was wet enough. Uh, it is now, <laughs> it's now Brynox's turn. You are currently a hundred feet above the last remaining enemy. Well, I guess I might as well just drop down on him anyway, right? Yeah, I don't want to do the math of how long it would take you to fall that far. Time-wise? Yeah, like, could you actually get to him? Because you don't just instantly go to terminal velocity when you're falling. You have to accelerate at 9.8. You would reach that in under six seconds. We'll say yes. And then you flare like a cobra. And you're now right behind him. 
<laughs> this is not ideal for this guy. Oh, that's a nat 20. Look at that. Oh, yeah. Do it. Kill him. Decapitate him. Don't shove him in the ocean, though, because apparently these guys all have a lot of gold in their pockets. Roll the d6. sinking to the bottom. Roll the d6 <laughs> and the d8. Three for the d6, four for the d8. So that's seven plus five. Okay, so you see the two archers below you get murdered and just jump right over the crow's nest that they were standing on and do like the the point break, like skydiving hands behind you. And then at the last second, your wings flare out just enough to slow you down enough that you don't take any damage, but you land on top of this dude and just turn him into a puddle of barbarian tomato paste. Like... <laughs> barbarian salsa. Yeah. <laughs> Barberry jelly. Well, whatever. He's dead. Bleh. Final score. Looks like it's 13 to 1. To 2? Might be 2. Or did they almost get that guy and then I came in and yeah, no. Yeah, you, you totally killed, stole the, the barbarian. Yeah, it's it's 13 to 1. I mean, to be fair, for the, for most of the combat, most of them weren't actually doing anything. Um, because I didn't put them into initiative order and figured they would all just go at the same time and then forgot once we started. Uh, <laughs> but they're also, just not used to live combat like we are. I mean, they're, no, they're, they're proficient. They're good, like... For, for a small ship's crew. Um, right, yes, and, and we're better. But this was, <laughs> this was really just embarrassing for the Manicor's bite. Like, they or wouldn't it would be embarrassing if there were any left of them alive. Like, my goodness. Well, you haven't checked below decks. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Which, Tell me there's people hiding on our ship? Yeah, so they uh, are all dead. If you want to search that barbarian... Um, he wasn't wearing pants, so he doesn't have anything on him. Just a great sword that is a mundane great sword, but it's still worth like eight gold. Well, every little bit counts. But that seems to be all of them. Like I said, it seems like they sent a skeleton crew out, not expecting you guys. And we obtained a second ship. We have not determined a name for the ship yet. So, okay, we're gonna go explore the ship. Yeah. Let's start here. Are there any other people? Oddly, no. Okay. Um, great. There's some, like, gear and supplies and stuff, like stuff that you would expect to find on a ship. Gunpowder, cannonballs, food. Rum. Fresh water, alcohol, obviously. Um, I don't know that it would be rum. Why is the rum always gone? They're not pirates, and they're not from the Caribbean. It's mostly just beer, oh. because that's, I mean... Because that's how ships work. When you run out of fresh water, it, well, when you run out of beer, hopefully you still have fresh water. But I will, uh, I'll write down some, some stuff that you find below decks. But for the most part, it's like stuff that you would need on the ship in order to maintain and operate the ship. Who wants to get into the shipping business? Tango not smart enough. I don't like people that much. I mean. That's just the thing. It's like we've got some, uh, we've got some sailors here, and maybe we can get them to like crew this ship. Be like, all right, we'll give you this ship, and then you give us like a percentage of the take from running this ship. 
and you know add it to your your fleet here right like maybe we could basically like yeah 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 at least we can it. Captain the ship and he can go on and, and you know expand uh, his fleet yeah mutually beneficial I like it Captain Harold hears you guys. Uh, he overhears you talking about it, and and he pipes up. He's like, I I don't I don't know how good of an idea it is to operate a ship that's very recognizable as being part of the Manticore's bite. Uh, just you know, slap some landlord special on that. Sea Sea Lord special. I mean, this is a this is a process, isn't it? This can't be the first time a ship has been captured at sea and then refitted for a new crew, is it? Um, you must be able to uh, um, take it into dock and uh, you know, redo the railings and get different colored sails and whatnot. Perhaps uh, you can be part of that investment and then uh, you could become some sort of a merchant lord with your new prize here. What do you think? I do like the idea of being Admiral Harold. Ah, uh, see, so and you get a you get a pay raise and an upgrade and a new fancy hat and everything. A hat, you say? Yes. You know what? Uh, I'm uh, my my people are good with hats. Well, I don't, I'll I'll have a hat uh, made for you, and uh, uh, and you can call yourself Admiral Harold, and you'll have two boats, and you just give us a cut of. Uh, you know, your, your proceeds. You hire uh, a small crew and uh, get the ship, you know, just different enough that you can say, no, we totally just uh, bought the ship. Legitimately. I mean, and truly, I mean, I don't know what naval law is out here, but they attacked us. So, um, you know. I'm not... It's a perfectly good ship. We couldn't just leave it there, you know? I'm not so worried about the legality of, of taking the ship. What I'm more worried about is... Uh, the manticore's bite seeing it sailing around but i suppose we could change it a bit or just sell it and, and buy a different boat there you go um or sell both ships and just retire well if uh, if you're done with your life at sea uh, i could certainly appreciate that perhaps sell the boats to uh, your crew here or something, but I, I must make absolutely clear that this other boat here uh, is ours. We, 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 we captured it, uh, and we're happy to cut you in on it, but uh, if you're going to go selling these boats, we definitely need a cut from the other one that, again, we killed the crew of and captured. Yeah, that's fair. Right. So it, it's up to you. Why don't you think on it while we sail into port? Uh, how far out are we anyway? Oh, I'd say... Depending. It might be difficult to sail two ships with only one crew. You guys don't uh, look like you really know your way around a ship. Ungo Not can even. sail. Oh, truly. Oh, well, uh, forgive me, Mongo. I have my own boat. Where? It's, it's not quite quite as large as, as this. Mongo picks one. up his little briefcase. My boat is here. Well, gotcha. I mean, we can solve this problem because we're certainly is sure she's not leaving this boat here. Why don't um, we can split your crew up and they can run the other boat and we can help here or something? 
between the two of us, uh, uh, we should be able to run two boats. Um, well, the easiest way to do it, and the way that we would have done it traditionally, is we'll transfer everything we need over to the new ship, and we'll tow this ship. Yes, we have a, a lot of rope on ship. Right. So, well, everybody, start grabbing your stuff. We're moving over. Right. I'll I'll go get my helicopter uh, tools packed up. I'm going to need a large laboratory space somewhere in the hold. I think. If you see any interesting barnacles or some good wood rot, let me know. I've got some spares. I think we can arrange that. Uh, the next question is, uh, which which route and where exactly are we going? Originally, we were planning on uh, going to Grand Grom Harbor, which is the the main harbor for Thargook. Although now I'm not so sure that that's a great idea. I think with a little bit of luck, we could uh, we could tie up in the Copper Grove and leave one ship there and then sail into port and find a crew to help outfit this other ship and take them back to the ship. If, if you think that's best, uh, Admiral, uh, I'm sure that's uh, what we should do. Now, the next question, on the way to the Copper Grove, we can either go straight there along the main shipping lanes, which means we're more likely to run into other ships. Or we can swing a bit south. Uh, we'll still be far enough away from Aldonit that uh, nobody will bother us from there. We're far enough west, we don't have to worry about the Orgeraders to the east. And it, it's a much less traveled route, so we won't have to worry about anybody spotting us or recognizing our new ship. So you're basically, you're basically looking at... Um, 20 days going straight there, or 30 days going, uh, arcing south a little bit. What, what do you think? Uh, I'm not terribly afraid of these shipping lanes, uh, as far as I'm concerned. If somebody else wants to have a go at, uh, our new little fleet here, we'll just pick up some more boats and, and then add them to the collection. Uh, I like that idea. Just have a train also, of I'm... boats. Well, we're going to pick up more crew in the, the first port and then go to the second port, right? So we should be. Well, what what Captain? Okay, sorry. So what Captain Harold was saying is, how many of y'all have been to Thargo? Brynox, Carl. I think that's it. Clank remembers hearing the name, but isn't a hundred percent sure what it is. Um, when Captain Harold said it, he could he could kind of see the lack of recognition. But basically, the the Copper Grove is a giant mangrove forest that is on the southwest corner of Tharduk, um, just south of Grand Grom Harbor. And his plan is basically to sail there, tie up the ship among the mangroves. Ma man mangroves? Man yeah, mangroves. Yeah. Mangroves. Didn't, didn't sound right. Um, mangroves? Mine? Man. Man. <clears throat> Person groves. Anyway, 
tie up the ship among the, the mangroves to kind of hide it a little bit and then sail up to Grand Grom Harbor and pick up some sailors. shipwrights and sailors to re-outfit and crew the ship and then sail them back down to, to the man mangroves. Yes. I say we should take the, the shipping lanes. We are, we're looking for some people, you see. Uh, best not to give them too much of a head start. Uh, Looks like we were running away from something, but we're actually running towards some people. So. Direct, direct route it is. Uh, start moving everything over, and we'll get going. All right. Be careful with my alchemical equipment as you carry it over. Yeah, you be careful. You're carrying it. The crew all kind of chuckles, and they go about, you know, going below deck, grabbing their stuff. There's an, there's an awful lot of... As, as uh, Admiral Harold is going down the stairs, he turns and yells over his shoulder, Better make three trips! Mongo feels bad for the little guy. We'll help him. I'm yeah, very extra if I don't drop things. Shamesies. We can, we can strap stuff to Blueberry. That's true. Ah, I was kind of kidding. Yeah, I don't know like how Ladybird feels about it, but she can cheer us on. She's a standard-sized dog, so she could pick up some small things, like, in her mouth. And she doesn't... Pick something up, zip over, drop it, zip back. Yeah, I mean, she doesn't even have to worry about using the gangplank to get back and forth. Like, reverse fetch. Yeah. <laughs> Deliver. Roll an animal handling check for me. Harl. I knew you were going to ask me to do that. That is a 14. Okay, so... You go over to the new ship and tell Ladybird to go grab something, and she blinks back to the other ship and looks kind of confused. And then, uh, Reginald, if you want, you can start handing her stuff to just take back. So it's basically fetch, but taking it from someone instead of it being thrown. Um, either way, I'm bored now. So you guys get everything moved over. Um, you don't, I mean, it's not, you're not in a rush. There's no, um, uh, skill checks necessary. So you're sailing, towing the horse siren behind you, um, for probably about, I'd say a 10 day. Okay. So you all should see the, uh the horse siren um, just imagine that it's the other ship because I didn't move that ship over like the other one uh, so you guys are sailing for about a 10 day and you spot a ship in the distance that is pointing abroad it's, it's pointing south um, so it doesn't look like it's actually sailing and as you get closer you can tell that it is not only unmanned, but anchored. Um, and there is no mast, and there are no sails on this ship. It's a very odd-looking ship. Um, uh, Admiral, uh, what do you make of that over there? Well, that's uh that's a sight I didn't think I'd see. That's that's a new ship. It's from Tharduk. 
I have no idea how they work. Uh, but there's there's no sales. They just they just go. I don't uh, see any oars. Do they they don't use oars either? No oars, no sails. I, I've I've heard about them. This is the first one I've actually seen in, in person though. And I'm not quite sure why, but uh Well it looks like it's kind of adrift. It's anchored, but you know, just kind of floating. Well, well then, chaps, I've, um, I must say my curiosity is piqued. I don't, uh, don't know whether there might be some kind of, uh, wheel for, uh, large pack animals to, uh, operate on, turning some kind of water wheel beneath, or, uh, some kind of magical device that might propel it through the water effortlessly. Perhaps. Hold on, I gotta write this down. Trapped water elemental. Um, Guiding it through the waves, uh, and those are just the things I can think of off the top of my head. I simply must have a look, and of course, <laughs> if it's well and truly abandoned, well, Admiral, it looks like we have another boat under our uh, purview here. We're doing quite well for ourselves on this trip. We were, uh, well, we were uh, in a very big hurry to get out of that last city, but now we've acquired several. Very large, expensive boats. Can Ladybird go over there and, and look to see if there are people? I might be able to jump over there. Well, you guys can just pull up and throw up a gangplank, too. Like, I mean, you can fly I like the idea. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I like the idea um, of sending Ladybird over. Not, you know, because she's any less worthwhile than any of us, but because she has the ability to blink right back out of there if she needs to. And, um, yeah, she can talk to us, so I say we send her. Okay. So, you, uh, you, you let her know that she is now the scout. And she gets really excited, and she's like, oh, okay, I'll be right back. Azilla is voiced by Lynn. Brynox is voiced by Bryson. Harlequina is voiced by Anna. Clink is voiced by Sierra. Mongo is voiced by Emily. Reginald is voiced by Zach. And the DMs is voiced by Rob. Or, or hear me out, give up uh, the adventuring lifestyle and start a logistics company.